Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. What you laughing at, Key? Bill, Bill, yeah, like, man, don't, don't worry about, about what we're doing. Man. Don't worry about, about what we're doing. Do yeah. Growing we're up, that was like the we, most common line. We know what we're doing. Don't worry about us. Worry about your own house from burning down, Sounds buddy. It's like everyone I grew up with. Like, where are you going? No, don't worry about what I'm doing. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about what I'm doing. Well, it's true, though. It's hey, true. Everybody to wants grandma, to ask though. the question, and you know damn well he ain't going to give you the answer. So why even ask the question? We are presented by Progressive Insurance. That was 98.5, the sports hub. All right. Who has the most on the line for the most important team in football in my heart? That is my beloved New York football giants. Is it Saquon, Daniel Jones, or is it Brian Daybolke? Most on the line, I would probably say Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Because one thing for sure that I do know is Saquon Barkley will have a job and probably a starting running back job, whether it's with the Giants or another team after this season. I can't say that about Daniel Jones. I know for a fact Saquon Barkley, if he stays healthy, is either going to be a Giant or a starter for another team. Yeah, I'm going to go with Daniel Jones as well. Um, I think he's had three years to try to prove that he's the guy, and he hasn't proven that yet. Um, now, I do like some of the little things. I understand it's preseason and whatnot last night, but things that I thought that Brian Dable was going to bring to this offense, right? Get the ball out quick. Um, first third and five, looking downfield, didn't see it, didn't hesitate, tuck it, let me run, go get the first down. But I did like seeing on third and five uh, a Saquon Barkley coming out of the backfield, running a choice route. That was right? a crisp little rowdy we call, ran. We call it ace choice, right? If, he, if, if, if you can't take the middle, then you're going to break out. You can break in or break sharp, out. Sharp, right? Am I oh, wrong, yeah. Harry? No, no, no. I thought it was sharp. And Daniel Jones hit him right in stride. So um, the third, the, I think it was the third and five down by the, in a tight red zone, Kenny Galladay just catch the doggone ball. Um, and on the two-yard line. Yeah, yeah, just catch the football. So I, I like little things that I seen last you night. can't catch, huh? Uh, that's, that's what it looks like, Key. But Spent I, I, a lot Key, of money on him, too. And, and I'll tell you this, Key. When they signed him and they gave him all that money, now I'm, a, I'm an advocate for guys getting their money, but I'm not paying a guy that amount of money to be a jump ball wide receiver. Especially if I – like, I just can't. But if you're jumping and you can't catch it, how you a jump ball wide receiver? <laughs> yeah, you're jumping. You're not, you got the jumping part, just not the catching part. I, I mean, I'll, I'll get your money. Kenny, Kenny Galladay yeah, should get, get his money. Get he deserved it. Yeah. He's a free agent. He showed up when he did in Detroit, and they snatched him up. But in the end, I'm like, damn, man. You got to catch the football. Well, listen, that's a Gettleman regime pick you know like this is what Gettleman the, the, look they, he, this is okay you guys are right of course it's Daniel Jones 
because of what you said. These other dudes are still going to have jobs. Daniel Jones not going to have a starting job if he doesn't, you know, play better. If but, he doesn't go from zero to ninety, he yeah. will not have a starting job. Right, right. But there is something else that we could look at here, especially Dable year one. The Giants want stability, and, and he has success, track record as success as a play caller and a but coordinator. But coming in, Max coming in when they hired him, he doesn't feel like a two and gone guy. You know, when, you, when, when they hired, uh, uh, what was the guy before uh, Judge? Oh, McAdoo? No, not McAdoo. He was a, the, the backstabber. Uh, um, Fritz, not Fritz. What the, no. Oh, God. The, the coach, head coach right before Joe Judge. Shermer. At, yeah, Shermer. Oh, Shermer. Yeah, Shermer. When they hired him, you knew that he was going to probably be gone quicker than anybody. Same thing with Joe Judge. You knew. <laughs> You're like, they're going to fire him, man. After two years, they're going to get rid of this dude. That's not going to be – you can tell it's not the case for Brian Dable. You can tell he's got a long, long runway. It seems that way to me, and I'm glad about that. But I want to—I just want to explore this thought a little bit, all right? While I know the answer is Daniel Jones, you're both right. There's a little bit of a different standard. Key, when you say he has to go from zero to 90, but his 90 is actually really don't mess things up. Don't throw a lot of interceptions. That's not good enough. Have a nice season. I think it is. No, I think if Daniel Jones, if the Giants win seven games this year and Daniel Jones looks like a league average quarterback, like, in other words, we know he's not great. Saquon, if he just has another starting job somewhere, that's, that's a loss for him. He was a superstar year one. 2,000 yards from scrimmage, no, if 15 he get, if TDs. He's a, if, if he's a starter somewhere else, that's not a loss for him. He's still starting. He's, he's still, just not doing it with the Giants. Yeah, but you got to readjust how you even think about him at that point, you know? No, like, you don't, because he's starting for somebody else, which means they value him where the Giants don't. Daniel Jones isn't starting for the Giants and nobody else. That means the Giants didn't value him, and neither did the new team that he's with. If, if Saquon Barkley winds up on a new team as a starter and gets 900 yards as part of a two-back situation or whatever – that means his career is finished in terms of how we thought he maybe could go early on. But well, that's something different than what you said yeah, before. Yeah, but though. what I'm—that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I'm just exploring the thought. I'm not. In, I'm saying you're right. Daniel Jones is the answer. But there is something about Saquon where, as a prospect, we had never seen a 235-pound dude move like that. Well, you know, he's a worker. He's he's good with the media. He's almost like a franchise quarterback, but he's a running back. And then show out in his rookie season like that on a horrible team, no O-line, no quarterback, no nothing, and you do all that. It's like, oh, my God, the sky is the limit. He kind of, to me, needs more than just an okay season. I want to see Saquon Barkley the star back again. Well, I'll say, I'll say this. When I look at Saquon Barkley's skill set and what the NFL has become today um, – even if he does have an average season, I think there'll be a ton of teams looking to sign Saquon Barkley next year. Well, that's why I said he will, he will, Harry, be a starter, whether it's with the Giants or another team. Yeah. Will he He's be going to be pro, a starter? Will he be an all-pro player? Will he be? Because he was – he was an all-pro player. I don't he know that, that he'll again? be an all uh, – I don't know that he's going to rush for 15, 1,600 yards. I mean, that's hard coming off of ACL being a – That's hard a when you're fully back. healthy. Yeah. ACL, <laughs> the ACL is a long time ago already. I mean, you've got Derrick Henry. You've got Alvin Kamara. You've got Christian McCaffrey. You've got uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, you've got Chubb. backs. When, you've when, got Chubb. You've got backs that are picking them up and putting them down. So, for Saquon Barkley – 
we don't know what Zeke is going to turn out to be. All of a sudden, uh, uh, you you look up and Zeke is a fourteen hundred yard rusher. So we don't. You just don't know. Well, this is to I, your point, Key, about like you got to do it again and again and again. Just because Saquon did it once doesn't. Well, make he actually did it. He actually balled out two years in a row, and he got hurt. This is what I'm saying, though. Can he ever be the, the ACL already is two years ago? Can he ever get back to even most of that dude? He can be yes. productive. He can be productive. Yes. Is he going to be the same player? No. Because, Why? Uh, well, number one, he, the injury, he had injuries the last two years. And I'm not just going to discredit. I've been through ACL, so I know what it's like to go through ACL. And then not to mention you're playing on that turf consistently. You know, this league going to this turf stuff. I love – once I tore my ACL, I used to love playing on grass from that point on. <laughs> I'm it's happy. A, it's a huge difference. I'm happy if Saquon Barkley rushes for 1,100 yards. I'm happy. I hear what you're saying. And I understand you're like 1,100 yard back, the second pick of the draft. That's not that's not his fault, not and that's not the Giants anymore, regime right. fault. That's Dave Gettleman who made that decision. I, I hear. I, it's not even that to me. It's about like I didn't like the fact that they drafted a running back second overall. But what I did like as a Giants fan, guys, is when you watch a player and that's your dude. That dude plays for the team you root for. It's a different kind of feeling, right? So whether or not it was a smart pick, to be a Giants fan and to be able to root for that guy on your team, what he looked like as a rookie, I never experienced anything like that for an offensive player as a Giants fan, ever. Like, Plexico was great, and they had different guy Joe Morris, when I was a kid. And on the defensive side, obviously LT. That was unlike anything else. But an offensive player, that never felt like that. And I got to see it, right? Well, Odell for a minute. I got to see it. No, Am Tiki I ever going to see that again? Tiki was legit. Not like, not like Saquon. Well, he had a fumbling rookie. issue early on, then he, yeah. then he, he corrected it. Key, I'm just saying, but Sa- Saquon had highlights in his rookie year that had my jaw on the floor. No, I understand. You're looking at it and you're saying to myself, if we can get this for seven years, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, but he, I, I'll just take one more year of it at this point. But I think one of the, the things he has going for him is that he can be very valuable in the pass game. And I'm, I'm thinking about the game last year against the Saints. Uh, but the one game that Daniel Jones actually threw for 400 yards, <laughs> you, you line up against a, a corner and you run past him on a goal route for a touchdown. Now, part of that is because a corner, when, I, when a running back come out there and, li- and lines up, you don't think, okay, they're going to throw it to him too. But when you have a Saquon, uh, um, uh, McCaffrey, you have any of those guys, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Davin Cook, yeah. those guys line up out there, your antenna's got to go up instantly. Le'Veon Bell when he was at his oh, best. Yes. Yeah. So even Aaron Jones, I'll tell you Aaron Jones too. Yeah, I've, I've broke down his film. I've seen Aaron Jones run a slant from the outside, run a go route, line up inside, and, and run a shallow route four or five yards across the field, and line up and outside again and run a hitch. Uh, I, I like to see running backs doing that and show their, showing their versatility. So what would a successful season for the Giants look like to you, Key? <sighs> what did they win last year? Uh, let me see. I'm gonna tell. What you. were they? What did they win? Five or something? Four? If they can get the seven, they can get the seven and look like a football team without all the issues that Joe Judge had toward the end of the season. I think you show progress. I don't know that seven game wins will save Daniel Jones because of his contract situation coming up. On top of that, he's not going to win the seven games. It's going to be other people that probably contribute. Special teams, defense, coaches, calls, things of that nature. Um, I don't think he'll be their quarterback moving forward after this season. But I would say seven games would be success to me. 
Well, let's talk to someone who knows all about what success looks like with the New York football giants, and that would be two-time Super Bowl champion Brandon Jacobs. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Why doing well? He's do the Max. We doing, buddy. You used to do the Max Kellerman Show well, on New York Radio, and we used to call you the Juggernaut. Brandon yep, the Jacobs. Juggernaut. That was a great name. That was one of the great nicknames I kind of appreciated. There was a lot that came across the uh, screen, some, some that I didn't appreciate so much, but I, I definitely appreciated that one. <laughs> the Juggernaut, boy. That's what it felt like watching you run at time. You think? Do you think Saquon can bounce back and not just be serviceable but have a big year this year, Brandon? Well, the New York Football Giants most definitely need Saquon in, the, in, in, in rare form for them to make any kind of noise to not put as much on Daniel Jones' plate. You know, with the uh, success of being able to move the ball on the ground, um, I had a chance to have a conversation with Saquon a few weeks ago. He looked great at practice. Uh, you know, moving well at practice, which the guys always moving well at practice. And I, and I, you know, and I kind of asked him, you know, what did he do? A little bit different, you know, this past offseason versus the offseason, you know, before. He said he didn't work out as hard. He let his body rest a little bit. And I said, you know what? When you are getting hurt, that's that's what I said. I, you know, I said that to a couple of my boys. I was like, man, Saquon is doing way too much working out in the offseason. You know, letting his body rest. And this is, you know, and this is the type of things. And this is the outcomes he's getting. And uh, and he said he didn't work as much as he did in, in, in uh, past uh, offseason. Um. So I'm, I'm waiting to see. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to him. I mean, I'm a big-time Saquon fan. And, uh, and obviously I want to see, you know, the, the New York Giants have tons of, you know, tons of success, but I don't think they can do it, do it without him. Brandon, you're looking at two players in, in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley now in a situation where they've got to prove not only to the fan base but the rest of the NFL that they belong at a high level performing all the time. Which one of the two has the most to prove this season? Um, I'm going to say Saquon has a lot to prove this season, reason being. Um, this is, I think, the last year of his contract, if I'm not mistaken. And he has to go out and he has to produce. You have guys like uh, you know, Carolina throwing big bucks at uh, McCaffrey. Um, uh, you got... Guys like uh, teams, you know, teams like Dallas throwing tons of money at Zeke, uh, and we and we, you know, sitting, you know, watching the NFL and seeing what's going on in Dallas as far as you know the backup guys really doing a whole lot over there. So I'm not sure if, if Saquon's future, which I wish it would be in New York, I'm not sure he can go out and wrestle 13, 1400 yards. I don't think that's going to make the New York Giants give a running back that that type of coin that those two guys receive. Um, you know, going forward. So, I mean, I'm looking, you know, for you know, for Saquon to just, you know, just to have a big year for him to have any success, you know, in any shot at getting the type of contract he deserves from any other team. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the uh, New York Giants, playing, you know, paying that type of coin to a one, uh, you know, a running back. Brandon Brian Dable, not a head coach of the New York Football Giants. Uh, we see him have success. Uh, not just in the National Football League, but in college as well. When you see him today, do you think he's the guy that can turn things around for the Giants moving forward? You know, I, I, we had a conversation. Um, I like, I, I, I love the guy now. I love, I love him as a coach. I, I love him the way he approaches the game. 
you know, the, the you know, I keep saying the kids are close high school ball, and I gotta get you know, I gotta get myself out of saying that. The team is definitely taking to them. Uh, there's high energy at practice. You know, guys running around, offense, defense, they celebrating with one another. Um, he, he he is bringing a lot of former players back to talk to the team and kind of give them a little bit of insight you know, on things that they've done in the past. And uh, I think he's the guy for the job. And, I, you know, and, and I didn't say that, well, you know, for a lot of coaches, you know, uh, especially the last couple of hires, I, I didn't say that. But I do, after sitting out having a conversation, I think he's going to be the guy to, to turn the New York Giants around to where they need to be. I, I 100% believe that. It does feel good for the first time after a long time as a Giants fan, not since Jerry Reese first got the job because then he fell off over time but not since then, so it's like over 10 years, where Giants fans feel like they know more than the, than the GM. Like, like, you know, it's been a long time since then to now finally feel like we're in good hands. Um, listen, Brandon, you are the all – I don't know if people know this. You are the – I believe you still hold the record as the New York football giant with the most touchdowns against the Cowboys. I want to say you had eight touchdowns against Dallas, Right. And you look at them, so that, that, that makes me happy as a Giants fan. And when you look at the NFC East, there's no, a lot of people like Philly now. They're good. But there's no killer in the division. How much time do you think if things go, you know, they, kick, they keep on the right track before the Giants are competing with Dallas and Philly? Well, I think they can do it this year. You know, I wasn't overly impressed with any team in the NFC East, even last year. You know, and, and looking back at it now, like you don't have those teams. You know, this is the uh, the uh, NFC West. It's not the NFC West, which which that's a doggy dog conference over there. That 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 that's that like like that division over there is, last year was very special. Um, I don't see that in the NFC East. I, I, I don't see you know, like you said, I don't see one uh, team that's gonna pop that you know that's gonna for sure destroy you when you you know get off the plane. You know, I don't see that team there. So I think there's a lot of room, and I think there's a lot of opportunity for the New York Giants to step in. And be able to take the division and and and, and win it. You know, there's no you know there's no real monster, and I, and I think it, it can be done. You know, just depending on you know Saquon and and, and uh, how the line plays, and, uh, and you know Daniel Jones' decision making and getting the ball out of his hands and and turning the football over. I think the defense will be fine. I think the defense will be at the top of the league this year. So, you know, I'm kind of you know I, I de- I'm definitely you know excited to find out and see what it is uh, we end up doing this year. How many games do you think they'll ultimately win? Well, I'm going to say 10 games. I'm going to go out and say 10 games. I think, um, you know, I think just the division itself, I think we should win that. I think we should win that. Now, it doesn't take 10 games to win the division, but I think we're going to win a division, and I think we're going to make the playoffs and, uh, and you know, and make some noise. i say 10 games this year. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I don't. I, I hope you're right, but I like the way that's how a Super Bowl champion thinks. Uh, what do you think? Look, I, I, for the first time in a long time, also, I look at the draft and I'm like, man. And it's partly because they had a lot of draft capital, but you, you, have pro- you have not fixed the offensive line all these years, and fi- Andrew Thomas finally comes around, and now they got Evan Neal to go on the other side. They, they, they had a decent defense, but no real pass rusher, and they get Kayvon Thibodeau. It's a pretty good first round. Um, how Way to much talk of, yourself into 10 games, Max. Yeah, I'm trying, Key. How, how much of an impact do you think Thibodeau's going to have on that defense year one? Well, I mean, watching him, and, you know, uh, just you know, just watching him, I'm not sure how much impact he's going to have. 
on the, you know, you know, being there. Uh, I know the kid is, I know he's, he's, he's super talented and he, he got a lot of speed off, you know, he got a lot of speed off the edge. You know, he, he, he's a really good pass rusher. Um, not sure against the run, you know, never seen much, of, you know, much of him against the run, obviously, but, uh, I think, I think, you know, I think on third down, he's definitely going, you know, he's going to be a weapon for us that's going to get us where we need to be. And, and I think those two draft picks that we've had probably, uh, like, you know, like other than Thomas last year, I think that's, those are two of the best, uh, draft picks that were made by the Giants in, 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 in the last probably, you know, five to six, seven years. Brandon Jacobs, ladies and gentlemen, two-time Super Bowl champion, New York football giant with the most touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys in the history of the franchise. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Hey, no problem, fellas. Hey, you guys have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. Yes, sir. Hear that key? Ten wins. That's a bolder prediction, I think, than the Jags making the playoffs. (laughs) What's a bolder prediction? Yeah, I think think Brandon Jacobs forgot that he, he doesn't play for the Giants anymore. So, you know, uh, once a giant, always he's a giant. Be, he's being nice. He's giving them a, a, the the nice total. Shocked me. Yeah, ten wins, a lot of wins. Shocked you? Shocked him? You Dable be coaching <laughs> the year if they mouth. got ten. When he said ten, he was like, uh, Brandon he, knows he's on in New York. He he knows that we're on in New York. <laughs> Listen, Daniel Jones uh, was he in the zone last night? By the way, Tyrod Taylor looked pretty good. Oh yes, he did. Tyrod Taylor looked. Who looked better, Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones? Uh, uh, Harry. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I like Tyron Taylor. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Max. One of the things I noticed last night about that game is that that offensive line still has some work now. Yeah, they just got together. I, I know, like, but and they were getting looking pressure. at they were getting not playing against <laughs> starters Jennings either. Jennings and Joshua Uche, Uche. I was like, oh man. So 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 Daniel Jones was in some zone. Tyron Taylor was in the zone last night for the brief period that he played. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Is there too much hype around Trey Lance after Harry has this from FanDuel? Start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can set up, can step up to the plate with no sweat. First bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up using promo code PLAY to get started using your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry Douglas in for Jay today. Harry Doug Liss. Dougie Liss. Came up with a what's the Doug Liss. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Harry, did you play with, um? oh, God, what's the kid? The receiver that was down there in Atlanta with, I believe you might have been like a rookie, a first-year guy, maybe second-year guy, because it was who with you? Roddy? Roddy, Michael Jenkins. Uh, Jink. Brian Finneran. Finneran, yeah, that's who I, where, where is he, what is he doing now? So, so Finn works for 680. I think it's okay. a, they're actually an affiliate of ESPN um, down in Atlanta. So he, he does uh, sports talk radio. Okay, and then where's Jink at these days? So Jink, hate those sports talk radio guys. Worse. So Jink is doing stuff with uh, Fox Five down in Atlanta as well, some Falcon stuff too. Okay, but he does okay. like he's in the medical field too, so he does that on the side. They had a nice receiving court, boy. Yeah. We did. Woo! They had a nice receiving court with with Roddy and and Jink and Doug and then Finn. Well, Y'all was nice early early on and in the middle and late because you know wait late, who was the who was the running back then? We had Michael Turner. Yeah, that's right, Michael, Michael Turner three, with the big thighs. Michael, yeah. Michael Turner, Jerish Norwood, and Jason Stanley. We had a three-headed monster. And then later yeah. in my career, you know, it was me, Roddy, Julio, uh, and Devin Hester. Yeah, you was done by the end, though. No, I wasn't. <laughs> 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 yeah, you start talking about Devin Hester and you. I'm like, come on, man. I'm talking, about when y'all was, I'm talking about when you was Harry Douglas. Not when you was I still Douglas Harry. Harry. My name didn't change. He's <laughs> Not when you was Douglas Harry. <laughs> Tune in to an... AL East rivalry tomorrow night as the Red Sox host the mighty New York Yankees. Presented by Progressive Insurance, coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Because, <clears throat> um, um, yeah, I was going to say, because I was thinking that Co- Rubisky was your coach then, right? Yep, yep, he was our receiver coach. Yeah, Terry Rubisky. Yep. Ooh, I never had him. I never had him as a coach, but I had him as a coach. It was unbelievable. No, no, man, he made the game for me. So much easier, and a lot of players, especially coming in, and our group used to be the, the like the, the more more loose group on the football team. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. No one ever had to worry about our group because we went out there and we played that way as well. Me too. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, Terry. Oh, no, Terry didn't coach me, Max, but he coached me. Uh huh. We, we, you know, play against him, and I'm in warm ups or I'm coming off the bus or whatever. I see him, you know, as I'm walking around the stadium, getting the feel for the stadium. He's coaching me up. Now, you know, last week when you ran that route, you should have did. The... I'm like, man, I got a coach for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, me. <laughs> That's my guy, though. Yeah, people That's just love the guy. game, right? They like mm-hmm. to, to pass on the knowledge and all that. I cooked me some fried chicken last night, man. In you the, did? In the air fryer. In the what? Had the, in the air, air fryer. fryer. Oh, okay. The air fryer. You I'm, have an air fryer by now, I know, I mean, Harry. my wife uses it. I, I don't cook. I cook it in, in, in grease steel on the stove in a cast iron skillet. No, you should just try it in the air fryer for me one time. To, why would try I try it, it for you, Key? I don't want it like that. No, just try it, dog. It's good. I, it's good. It I messed up, though, because I got the wrong hot sauce. What kind of hot sauce did you get? I got Crystal, uh-huh. Louisiana Crystals, instead of the Red Rooster. Mm-hmm. And the Red Rooster has a little more kick to it. And I don't know why. I, I don't. For some reason, I just bought the Crystal. I was just like, oh, yeah, I've had it before. It's fine. It was, but I really meant to get the Red Rooster. Mm. And so... You know, I'm I'm a hot sauce guy. I got a bunch of different hot sauces from all over different places. But this one had no spice to it, so I was mad. Hey, God, Keith, I have mad. I ever told you that if you uh, have hot sauce and then drink coffee, the coffee tastes like chocolate? I don't think I ever told you that before. You, you've told me that a million so times, Coach. Hot sauce you, sound like, you sound like Coach Barcells going to tell me a story 50,000 times. I used to have to tell him, you do understand you told me that last week. I got it. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor did this. I got I only it. Got Law six did that. or seven stories, and everyone in my life hears the same six or seven. I know stories you almost got fired, Coach Parcells, at the beginning <laughs> of your career. You didn't win a lot of games, and the Boo Birds was out. I get it. I've heard the that Birds, story. Like all the key 50 phrases. Times. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny about football players, and Key will do this to people who work on the show, people at ESPN, he can imitate, and I know players like to imitate, imitate coaches, right? So Key can imitate executives, like, Dead on because you got the phrases. He <laughs> sprinkles in the phrases, right? And you're like, yep, that's that dude. Um, that, that comes from practice in the locker room. <laughs> Imitating coaches. a lot of phrases from a lot of coaches <laughs> in those days, boy. Okay. Man, the coaches got – Harry, I swear they, they – it's like a coaching manual they use. Every, every coach – and you know this, Harry, because you played a couple teams and you've been around coaches kind of with the same tree – that they coached under somebody or whatever. And I used to I used to tell Sean Payton and Todd Haley all the time, it's like y'all got a damn coaching manual that y'all share with each other. Because everything y'all say, you sound the same. Like you've been in a secret room talking about us and saying <laughs> things about us, and then we it comes out because we're talking to you now, and you're telling us exactly what you say in your damn meeting rooms. Hey, it's I wanna, all the same thing. I want to get to this topic. We have a couple minutes. So I want to get to this topic because we were talking about Trey Lance earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. And the question was, like, is he overhyped? And my, my answer is I really don't know because I don't know how good he is. Like, I have a sense that Jordan Love isn't that good. I have a sense that Trevor Lawrence can be very good by, based on what I've seen. Like, there's enough of a sample size, more with Trevor Lawrence, obviously, than, and, and so I can get a feeling of it. Justin Fields in the right situation I think could be a real good quarterback, but I don't know if he'll ever be in the right situation. I've seen them enough, you know? I don't know about I just don't know. So let me ask you guys this. Of the guys 25 years and under, mm-hmm. so, um, well, you know what? Let's say, yeah, 25 and under. So Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson are 25, but that counts. 
Can you? Could you even? Could you possibly even consider Trey Lance top ten even in that group? Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tagovailoa, Daniel Jones. Those are ten right there. Can you in say Trey top, Lance under twenty five? Twenty five or under. So include the age twenty five guys. I say yes, and I say yes because we still have this notion floating around that we don't know, and it's so. And I want people to understand it's okay to feel like that. I don't want people to say, you know what, we haven't seen him, so no, he's not this. Yes, right. he is this. Well, we don't know. Can't we put just it on don't him. know. Yeah. But I do know what I've seen from some of those quarterbacks, and I've seen some tragic things. I've seen some not-so-good things from Daniel Jones. I've seen some not-good things from Trevor Lawrence, and I've seen some not-good things from Zach Wilson. Uh, I know you didn't mention him, but I'm just saying in general. So, yeah, Zach Wilson, too, yeah. Exactly. So, But – I think the unknown and, and, and the surroundings of a Trey Lance can put him in a position to be great. But the flip side of that, is he going to be able to live up to being more than what Jimmy G was? Just through attrition, you could say yes to the top ten because you're taking guys like Daniel yeah. Jones off the list. Key's answer coming up after he tells you this about Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is here for you. There's always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, along with the 24/7. He's got his uh, his experience staff and curbside pickup at over 250 local branches, and you can get choice, free access to product specialists ready to help you track down hard to find items. Plus, Granger's commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe. And your people even safer. So call 1-800-GRANGER or click Granger.com or ask Max to give you a ride and just simply stop by. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Key, I noticed you uh, had your um, your uh, you were doing a read just now, and you had your uh, "I'm looking for a bank loan" voice on <laughs> to start a new business. Well, or better yet, I can help you get a bank loan yeah. voice. Right? How do you do that? People people really talk like that, though, Max. I and I, so. I always ask people. I say, why do people talk that way? Why? Like, like you say, well, back in the day, you know, when you watch black and white film and the yeah. way that they used to talk in those films. Yeah, Home Run I, Derby. They're interviewing Mickey Mantle. Well, I'll tell you, you know, like I, it really sounds <laughs> but like But I don't that. know if that was – I don't know if that was the way that they talked in their cadence or was it the um, – Audio, like the the equipment or whatever you want to. They're putting it on for TV. Yeah, you know, are they putting like, it out that way through the audio system? Because it just was weird. You know how when you watch some of the old black and white films, the the the, the old ones back in the day when they're doing the, you know, uh, drama, or whatever. It's like, hey, how you doing there, Max? It's like <laughs> I don't think they're really talking. You think they that cut way. away from and they're like, yo, say, man. <laughs> well, that was Brother Babe, though. Brother Babe was, you know, yeah, you know Babe, the story about ba- Brother by Babe. By the way, I have not read the book, but there was a credible book out 10 years ago that Babe Ruth was black. And by black, no, I don't mean do this had, to the people, Max. You're, you're, gonna, you're making people pull their hair out. Don't do it. And there was a whole bunch of, there was like, you know, it's, it's like, and, and I don't mean both parents were African-American, but someone was. He has some, he <laughs> has some drippings in him somewhere. <laughs> Some yeah, findings. Yeah, and by true. the way, there was there's anecdotal stuff like you see him, one of the few athletes of that era, posing with black kids and white kids. Oh right? yeah, hanging out at the cotton clubs, man. Come on, yeah, man. He yeah. had finger waves and everything. Don't get me going and then down. Key, and he then had certain, what key? He had finger waves. Finger waves yeah. And then certain <laughs> yeah, no, features, certain facial features, like uh, don't look like he. he I'll say Europe. it, Max. Yeah. His nose was large. <laughs> well, not large, but wide. What yeah. the large? But, right, okay. right. But like, had, I, my my nose is large too. But it's just different dimensions. You he know? had African American so features had in certain parts of his body. <laughs> my I'll nose ain't going east west; it's the, going the, north south. The early Michael Jackson nose. <laughs> the J. He had the J. Will look. Yeah. The J. <laughs> J. Will. You're but yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know why they talk like that. That's why and, you know when I'm running to people and and you know you do business with people whatever, and they got this cadence today. I'm like. Don't talk to me this way. Just talk normal. You don't have to sell me on the, oh, well, you know. Like, don't do me. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Harry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and their handshake is straight out and everything is just so perfect. I'm like. Formal. Oh it's my formal. God. It's like the Jason Garrett effect. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. Yes, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. <laughs> I don't know. Fancy it sounds totally normal here. to me, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. What are they talking about? It's very. That's the way people talk, isn't it? People hate us, I believe, right now. Ten seconds. Keyshawn, <laughs> J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. Um, Harry Douglas in for Jay today. It's so Friday. And where does Trey Lance rank among the best quarterbacks, 25 and under right now? Harry says top 10, just because even though you don't have a lot of info on Trey Lance, you do want enough other guys to take a couple off that list and, and put them in. Where are you with all that? Okay, so if, 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 if Trey Lance deserves to be on the list, which I haven't seen enough of him for him to be on the list, mm-hmm. to even know what he is, because Mike White could certainly be on the list too. He lit it up last year. In one game. He threw for, what, 500 yards or something like that, and they beat Cincinnati. The New York Jets beat the Super Bowl AFC champions uh, in Cincinnati with Mike White at quarterback. So does Mike White deserve to be on the list? Does Jordan Love deserve to be on the list? 
because when you look at it, we haven't seen enough of any of them. So I don't know that he deserves to be on the list, but I certainly believe he will be on the list after this season for sure. I I have to imagine that's right, mainly because if you trust the judgment of people who know what they're looking at, right, like good offensive coordinator, good head coach, play caller, head coach of a Super Bowl, a team that makes the Super Bowl, makes deep playoff runs, made a Super Bowl in his previous location. If that dude says, yeah, let's, let's push all this draft capital into moving up in the draft because I want Trey Lance. And then they get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, who, as Key would say, does, doesn't do anything flashy, just nice, calm, steady, take what the defense gives him type guys, make some mistakes but keep you in the game, that kind of thing. You give him a defense and a running game, right, and make deep playoff runs. If you're take if the, if guys like Shanahan are taking that guy, don't even Bill Belichick too wanted that to be the Garoppolo to be the guy, right? And Shanahan looks and goes, no, nope, I could do better, and selects Trey Lance. Harry, I have to imagine that's not for nothing, right? There's a reason for that. So I, I'm kind of with you, even though Key's right, he hasn't proven anything yet. If I had to guess, is he top 10, 25 or under? My guess is yes, just because I've seen enough of some other dudes to be like, it ain't him. No, yeah, and, and, that's, and that's true, Max. You could vi- forecast with no problem at all that he's probably – look, okay. I've seen enough of Tua to know that I don't believe that he's better than Trey Lance. <laughs> I, I don't believe that, and I haven't seen Trey Lance. But I've seen enough of Tua. And I've seen enough of Kyle Shanahan, and I know Kyle Shanahan enough to know that he wouldn't move on from a Super Bowl two-time NFC title-appearing quarterback to move on to somebody that could turn out to be J.P. Losman. I don't know that that is going to happen. Um, So, yeah. So so there's a certain floor that you think is pretty high up Mm -hmm. as a floor because of that, I imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People were clamoring to get him. Nobody was clamoring to go get J.P. Losman. And I'm just bringing up him because, and I'm not picking on him, but nobody was going up to get Blake Bortles. Like, like, so there's a certain quarterbacks that you know or certain players that you know are legit just by knowing. Just look, I could just look at the dude and know, oh, yeah, he's all right. He's going to be all right. Just look at him. Walk. I could watch him walk from one end of the field to the next and be like, yeah, he going to be all right. Opposed to some other people, you look at him like, he can't play. What are you looking for? Body language? Man, first sh- of all, yeah. his body language, his confidence, confidence is his one swag, and do the other players around him. Love him. I was going to use some other words, but I'm on air and I can't use it. Mess with him. Yeah. Do they mess with him? Right. And what I mean by that. Do you see other players interacting with him, dealing with him, hanging out with him when the offseason is over? Are they chilling with him? Are they going back to Florida? Are they going to North Dakota to meet his family? Like, are they throwing with each other in North Dakota? That's when you know somebody rocking with you because they believe in you as a football player and know what you can do for the team. When players aren't really, you know, you get guys, it's like, yeah, man, we're going to go throw in Arizona. Oh, no, man, I'm going to Hawaii with my family. That's because they don't mess with you. Mm-hmm. I suspect Jordan Love is all alone somewhere. <laughs> but, but, but also, though, Max, you look at Trey Lance and you think about the, the mind of a Kyle Shanahan and, and how he's embedded in offense, and you think about the misdirection that they can present and 
you have a dual threat guy like Trey Lance, if he can – because I, I think there's going to be early growing pains. Now, I think it also helps that they play Seattle and Chicago the first two games. That's going to help him out tremendously, that they have those two teams the first two games because you can kind of get some of those cobwebs out. But if he does run into issues early on, you know what I mean? Can he come back from it, learn, and, and progress and move forward? Because no, I'm not going to lie. Is he more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. But we also you ain't gonna lie. Seen, what <laughs> you mean? That ain't no lie. <laughs> but but we also seen Jimmy Garoppolo take this team to a Super Bowl. And if a guy catches an interception last year, possibly could have took him to another one. Now can Trey Lance be that guy and get them over the hump? And I'm and I'm not letting up on him though, Max, because well, you are the guy that they pick to get you over the hump. So that's what I'm expecting. Here's, for here's what's interesting. Well, here's what I would say, Harry, to correct you. He didn't take them to the Super Bowl. He, he went to the Super Bowl with them. Yeah, he did, on, but okay, he came yeah. one throw away from winning it. And then yeah. and then he played better than Aaron Rodgers when it mattered most last year. And, and I and, came and five won. yards from kicking a 50-yard field goal, Max. What does that mean? Well, okay, nevertheless. Okay, I, get, I see what you're saying. It's close, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? But still, <laughs> let's look at what he actually did. Got to the NFC Championship game, got to a, to the Super Bowl. That's the last two seasons he was healthy on the field. No, like, he's been he's runs. been good. Jimmy Garoppolo's been good for them. He's been good for him. But I don't know that he he's not from yet. a long term standpoint. Six seven years from now, that he would be the answer. And I I believe they think that Trey Lance will be that answer. So right. So here's the thing that strikes me about Trey Lance. <clears throat> Remember, everyone was like, "Oh my God, they're moving up to take Mac Jones. This is nuts." They didn't do that. But there were three quarterbacks with a little extra sizzle that had more athletic ability than Mac Jones in, obvi- in like more obvious ways. That was Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, right? Those were the three guys who popped a little bit more on tape and stuff, at least to the naked eye, to, right? to, to the uninitiated at least. And what was interesting to me is they put all that draft capital up to moving up in the draft, and they didn't take Justin Fields. He's the guy, actually, that fell. They took Trey Lance, who was considered more of a long-term project, but was also considered highest upside. Mm. That's what you kept hearing. This dude has the most upside, but it's going to take longer to get there. This is pretty quick to me. One year? One year, and you already think he's ready? That's even that fast? Football is football to me. And I'm I'm like John Lynch in, in Kyle Shanahan. I can see it a mile away, and they can see it a mile away. Even though reports are, like you said, it's going to take a minute to get there. He's got the most upside. We haven't seen a whole lot of him. Good football minds and people that understand the game and how it's supposed to be played and what it is, you don't need to see five years of film to know I think he's. I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, you know when somebody has that. You, I know, like I said, I know I Harry test, knows. Yeah, I test. We just, you just know. It's just, Max, you just know. It's like, you know when a boxer is going to be good. Like, you just know. I can sit there all day long and tell you, eh, well, you know, he's small, his arms are short, he doesn't punch fast. Max, can, and you'll sit there and go, Key, he's this, he's that. Look at his feet. Right. He ties his shoes with his pinky, not with his thumb. You know, you, you can tell me stuff that I think I see, but I don't really see it you size them up because you you just and part of it is you can't even really put your finger on it it's just your eyes have been on it your whole life and and there are little cues that you're picking up 
Some of it you can see. Some of it you're just getting a sense of because there are little things you don't even realize you're seeing, but you know it when you see it. Man, I, I wish I wish we can go back and get the tape from the time that like Blake Bortles was drafted or even the tape where Demarcus Russell was drafted. And I, I simply said, I was doing the draft this time, I simply said, the dude's not good. Mm-hmm. He's not good. It's not going to – it's just he's not good. Even though – you would think, and you give the people that are making these decisions the benefit of the doubt because you figure, oh, they're in a powerful position. They must be smart. They must know something. It's like, man, you have no idea. These dudes don't be knowing half the stuff that they put out there. Think about it. You're Jacksonville. You drafted Blake Bortles. <laughs> well, hey. there's a reason they also drafted Trevor Lawrence. and they, you know, Why Key thinks Uh-oh. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are overhyped. <laughs> By guys like that Max Kellerman and that Harry Douglas over at ESPN. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.